five, four, three, two, one. We are live. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're fucking back. All right, episode 166 of the G Meeker MMA show is your host, Gabriel Hernandez. We're back. It is Monday. December 24th, mind you, I didn't mess up when I said that, December 24th, 2018, Merry Christmas Eve, or if other people want to say Happy Christmas Eve, I've always been so uh, prompted to say Merry Christmas, I never really said Merry Christmas Eve or Happy Christmas Eve, it's, it's a mess, I promise you, it's a mess, the, the way people describe that shit, but um, anyway, it's good to be back, it's been a while. Um, it's been a couple weeks, but the main thing is we're back. I couldn't go, Chris, I couldn't let things boil over in the MMA world without coming here and we can give you my own personal thoughts on them. So today's short's going to be, today's show, excuse me, is going to be short and simple, basically like how we always do. Um, what the fuck's going on with this UFC 232 thing? I wake up one day, I open up my phone, I see that John Jones fails another drug test, and in my head I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? John's in shooting statements, everyone's blowing up about it on Twitter, all the fighters are blowing up. UFC 232 and a lot of people's heads were in jeopardy. A lot of shit's happening, but the positive part if you want to look at it like a fight fan and not someone who has morals we'll talk about that in a second too um it's the fact that the fight is still on everything is still on but one asterisk it moves from las vegas to los angeles so it's staying close by but those ticket sales the people who had their hotels booked everything it's a pain in the ass it's a huge mess. UFC 232 is a mess because of that. Um, it was a trace amount found in Mr. John Jones. The same as it was... The same probably trace amount back when he fought Daniel Cormier and he beat him at UFC 214. So, you know, the last Vegas Athletic Commission didn't want to give and grant John Jones a license to fight. Six days notice, as crazy as it sounds. It seems like they would have... Uh, been more on top of this, but no, John Jones is not licensed to fight in the state of Nevada due to his failed drug test and due to the fact that they can't, they don't have enough time to, you know, uh, gather up necessary information to really postpone the fight. What a catastrophic turn of events if that fight were to have turned over, thank God, to the MMA God somewhat. I feel kind of disrespectful saying that because there's so it's a failed drug test. And thank God we can still continue with this fight. I still want to see what happens. A lot of people will be rooting for Gustafson because of the fact that John Jones has constantly come back and, and, and said one thing and did the complete other. He's failed three drug tests. He's, he's been in, in multiple car accidents. He, one including a pregnant lady, he could almost killed on top of doing cocaine, on top of failing another drug test. You know, John, He's been busted multiple times. I mean, driving while intoxicated, I think. No, was that one? No, he got that one time where he was stopped by that cop and he was harassing him. And there was a whole video on it. You can pull it up on YouTube. It, it, it's been a mess over the, the, the next, the last four years if you're John Jones. And it, it's really 
at this point, I was thinking earlier. There's nothing. There's nothing more I can say. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit and make excuses for it and and say it's okay. Technically, you know what's right is right, and we know all. We all know as fight fans what is truly right, and this is one of the most shadiest things that we've ever seen happen in our sport. But then again, it's UFC. Then again, it's USADA. Then again, you know, it's 2018, soon to be 2019. You know, freak show fights. The return of Brock Lesnar at UFC 200. The failed drug tests. They were aware of the failed drug tests, and the fight still continued. This is this is getting out of control. This is this is absolutely crazy. Because with John Jones, he failed the test back at UFC 214. He was out. Okay, before that, he was even fighting because and, and he was out after failing a, another drug test after beating Olven St. Prue. John was out for a long time. He's missed a lot of his prime due to the fact of his own fuck-ups. You know, obviously the UFC 200 one was a huge surprise for him. He broke down, emotionally unstable. This time around, it's like, oh, he's confident. And the California State California State Athletic Commission will grant John a license to further proceed with this fight, with this fight night. I don't know how crazy of a of a schedule change it will be for most due to the fact that it's just moving from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. I don't know. You don't know how crazy it's going to be. I know for a lot of people that have families and maybe are tight on money that really bought tickets to see John fight or bought tickets to see Gustafson fight in Las Vegas. Um, they're real gutted, and I'm sure that, you know, ref- refunds have been officially, uh, you know, Dana did say that refunds will be issued to who to those who requested it and the the gate number will significantly drop. I think he said for sure, but the show must go on. Dana's not afraid to cancel a fight. Like he said, he canceled the UFC 151 UFC 233 in Anaheim has actually been canceled as well. Was, um, and cause they weren't able to get a main event. So some fights from that card have been moved to other cards. So it's just a whole mess, man. I hate to wake up and talk about this on this note and notice. I just woke up. If you notice my voice, voice tones a little different. Um, a lot of stuff's been happening. Um, obviously a couple of weeks ago, Lee versus I Quinta happened. Um, we, we were gifted with another, Dominant top contender at 155. Ally Quinta continues to improve. He beats Kevin Lee. Now Ally Quinta jumps all the way into the top five. He's number four now. So where the hell does he go from here? That's really exciting. You know, congrats to Al um, on that. Um, back to the John Jones thing. It's crazy. It's really crazy, man. I, it's like when you you're trying to believe somebody. First time, okay, you know, maybe he fucked up, maybe this or that. Second time, ooh. Third time, John Jones is in hot water no matter what, with every single fan. doesn't matter what he does. The fact that he, he has popped in the past for steroids is forever attached to his his career path. It doesn't matter if he really started seeing Jesus or if he really seriously went to church. That will forever be attached to him no matter what it is that he does. Even if it's a good thing, no one will respect John for who truly is. And this is the definition of John's career and somewhat the unfortunate effect on Cormier's career. So it's like John's the best light heavyweight on the planet. He's one of the most talented, youngest, one of the highest um, praised fighters in light heavyweight history, you know, considered the best of all time, you know, second to uh, first to Cormier, Cormier second to Jones. 
Top three light heavyweights in the world probably has to be Gustafson, John Jones, Anthony Johnson, if you're still fighting, and the rest of the light heavyweight division. But you look at all these look at all these mess ups that John has had over the years, and it's hard to put him in there. It's an unfortunate thing. It's like you're you're a stellar co- competitor. You're one of the best of all time, but you're your worst enemy. You're your worst enemy, and it's constantly gotten John into lots of trouble. It's constantly gotten John into positions where he can't make a living and fight. I'm pretty sure he's sitting on a lot of cash right now. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to fight, but, you know, John is his own worst enemy, and this is only going to get worse from here. Um, I only have, I have, I mean, the fact is a fight's going to happen, but what's going to happen after the fight? Is he going to get punished for the trace amount found in his drug test? The fact they didn't have enough time to really, like, gather enough information about it says it all. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I'm not I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. It's really interesting. Let's see what's going to happen. And if something were to happen, say John wins the World Light Heavyweight title again, what the fuck is going to go on? Is he going to get stripped? Um, is the belt going to go up for grabs again? What's going to happen? I mean, everyone's... Going forward with John's going to be fighting. Everyone's, you know, everyone's happy. And I'm including me. I want to see this fight. But under these circumstances, it makes it a lot less different. So if you're a fan and you want to be technical, or if you're an analyst or you're a fighter, you want to be technical about the whole thing. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to have a huge cloud over it because of the fact of this fishiness that just happened. It's crazy. This is insane. To continue talking about this in 2018, the return of John Jones, it's, it's like we're never going to get John back. Maybe we never even had John, to be honest with you. You know, I've seen a lot of different people talk about, well, maybe he's just been on steroids since the very beginning. Maybe we didn't have USADA as crazy as we did back then, and you may, be, you may just be right. So it's pretty insane. It's pretty crazy. Now, going on over to the fight, it's an excellent fight. The first fight was excellent. The first fight was one of the closest, best damn fights of all time. You know, Gustafson brought it. John Jones brought it. John obviously said he didn't really train for that fight. He was doing, he was doing like a week of, amount of cocaine before he fought Gustafson. And it says it all there. He was on Ariel's show not too long ago. Um, John is, John is, John's, I don't know. I don't, I really just don't know what to say anymore. Um, but like I said, moving forward to the fight, the fight's an excellent fight, like I was saying. Both men brought it last time. It was an excellent fight. Both great competitors. Both, you know, technically looked good in both of their last fights. I mean, Gustafson looked good against knocking out Glover Teixeira. I mean, those uppercuts, man. Um, John looked good when he stopped Daniel Cormier, turned over, overturned, because he failed a drug test. Um, and, you know, overall, it's one of the best light heavyweight fights, and they're two of the best light heavyweights on the planet. It's just a matter of John... So John wins, he gets his fight overturned, for example. What the fuck would happen? At this point, it's like you just want to forget about John. I mean, I didn't forget about John for the longest time. But, you know, I was high and mighty on Corman because how much of an excellent champion he is. I mean, there's so much going on. There means so much. It's insane. I can't stop saying how insane it is. I'm shocked. I mean, I can't say that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked at the same time. It's just, don't do drugs. John said he still is a party animal, and he's a wild boy on Ariel Hawani's show. That's just say it all. The fact that 
the corruption behind it, six days out, him not being licensed to fight by another commission, another commission forward, going forward and licensing him to fight. And the whole process. I know for damn sure you didn't have trace amounts from the last test. That's impossible. That there's nowhere, there's no way in hell that's possible. So that is a complete red flag right there. He can't have traces of what was in his test from or in his body from last time. That doesn't make any sense. Do the homework. I'm not a scientist. I don't work closely with these people, but do the fucking math. Put it all together. It's not hard. It's it's upsetting to think about. It's upsetting to sit here and talk about, but it's the reality of it. Um, politics in the UFC, um, a lot of money can buy you a lot of things. I mean, the fact is that Brock Lesnar was able to fight at UFC 200 even after a failed drug test. The drug test was already out. The UFC was already aware of the drug test before he came in there and he fought Mark Hunt. That is one of the reasons why Mark Hunt isn't currently in a lawsuit with the UFC because of things like that, because of corruption. You know, the fighter pay is one thing, as much as I hate to see people complain about it, and I look at it from a selfish standpoint when it comes to fan, when it comes to freak show fights and all that, you know, it's a good fight. Fights. I'm always behind fights that are going to make the company more money, but if you look at politics and what's truly right, this is one thing that, you know, you, you, can't, you can't pass over. It's how we feel inside. You know, I'm all about them making money and, and, you know, having the freak show fights and having crazy fights where people aren't getting tested, for example, like this one, quote unquote, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm throwing it out there, like freak show fights, fights where they know something that a lot of people, other don't, other people don't know. And they're doing this. It's a UFC. I'm not surprised. In 2019, any craziness happens. I'm sitting back and I'm going to kick my feet up. I'm going to sip my tea and I'm just going to let it happen. If it happens, it happens. It's unfortunate news. Unfortunate turn events. My heart almost stopped because I thought the fight was off again. I thought John has had all the opportunities in the world to to right his wrongs and come back from all these different things and yet keeps finding himself in hot water. People keep defending him. I mean, Dana White did defend him in the last time. This last time. Honestly, I just don't know what the fuck's going on. It's the same trace amount as last time. There's something going on. You got to look completely into it to make sense of this whole thing. I'm not a scientist, like I said. I'm just a fight fan. Very, very close to the sport. But when it comes to stuff on that technical level, that's not something I'm, I'm going to be looking into. It's not. It's, it's not worth my time anymore. I mean, it's, it's a sport. It's a, it's a world we live in. There's been a lot of reactions to it, including the champion, Daniel Cormier. Um, Gustafson finally re- um, reacted and said he can be on the rocket fuel. He's still going to finish you. I'm, I'm on the rocket fuel, John. Uh, you're on the, you can be on the rocket fuel. I'm still going to finish you, John. And then John was like, oh, LOL, sure, bud. Like, you know, John's very active on Twitter after this after this test and all that. And he's very open and honest. It's, this, shit's, this shit's a mess. This shit's a mess. It really is. I just want UFC 232 to pass by, and what some what craziness to talk about on a Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, to everybody out there. I don't know if anyone's doing a podcast. It's Monday, but I just decided to because there's nothing I'm doing right now. We yeah, got Merry Christmas Eve. Um, it's been a long ass year for sure. For sure, is, is this the last episode of 2018? We didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that right now. Let me pull up my. Let me get my phone out. I want to see. 
If it is, we gotta make this shit pop. We gotta make this shit pop. We've, we've had a great year uh, with podcasts. I know there was, um, a little time where I stopped for a little bit because I didn't, it's not like I was on a break. I just, I wasn't able to get to it with, with my time schedule and the craziness that I was going through. It's been a long ass year. It was a different conversation for a different day. We might not even ever talk about what happened, but, um, yeah, last, this is the last episode, the last episode of 2018. Next year will be a, will be a bang. New Year's, pretty sure it's gonna be fun. Um, so, yeah, it's been a crazy ass year, man. And ending the year crazy in mixed martial arts. Look at the craziness that's going on. It's crazy, it's insane. Um, but, yeah, like I said, like, like I said, big things, you know, always, always, looking for ways to advance and we're looking to have another good year. A lot of stuff, a lot of improvement, a lot of being more comfortable. Really try to get more guests on, really try to get to the point where I'm not as crazy busy to the point where I can't do great things like that. So it's really gonna it's really been a long, long year. So you know, thankful for it to be over. A new a new breath of fresh air, you know, ending this year on on a comeback, slowly but surely coming back to where we need to be or where I need to be personally as a human being and, um, as a, as a person in general, uh, as a podcaster, as uh, performance wise, I, I can I do a lot of things better and we're all our worst critics. So that's what makes me happy that we have this whole entire year. Tomorrow's Christmas. You know, I've, I was talking about it the other day. What, really i enjoy about christmas it's not the presents it's not i mean maybe it's a food thanksgiving for sure was a food but um maybe it's just the fact that you in this day and era we get social media we get instagram we get twitter my instagram de- deleted dude the copyright shit from the ufc thanks ufc um amongst other uh, other accounts i think jackson and wink or something or or american top teams twitter account got us uh, got our uh, Instagram account got deleted off because of copyright issues and their you know, fight breakdowns and all this. So UFC is really cracking down on that. So that's what happened. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's been a crazy year, really crazy, but you know, like I said, Christmas is tomorrow. What my best part about it is watching everyone else, watching all the young kids excited to have their presence, um, having their new gifts, opening the gifts, the excitements of them opening the gifts, a lot of beautiful families out there. A lot of my, a lot of people I follow. A lot of friends, family. A lot of them have a lot of beautiful families. So it's really fun to you know the spirit all together, the the feeling of it. People uniting together, even if it's just for a little bit, you know, to celebrate having your family over, um, having fun, drinking if you do, and trying to take a break from things you normally do, like. Mixed martial arts, which I will never do. Just kidding. No, I mean, I just, I just had to make light of this. It's the last episode of 2018. I'm not gonna sit out. <laughs> I've just been real busy. I've been not. I've been tuning in. A lot of crazy shits happened within the last, the last few weeks. You know, what I mean, Ben Askren's on fire. Uh, go, Ally Quint is defeating Kevin Lee. Um, you got all these back to back shows happening. The end of UFC on Fox era. The UFC, um, Anaheim card being canceled, the controversies with that, the whole John Jones thing. Everything's going crazy right now. So it's been, it's, it's been a while. It's been a long time. A lot of shit's happened. Holy shit. I need a blunt. So what can we say? 
as a selfish fight fan without morals, thinking about it, I'm happy that fight's happening still. And if you can look get John to look like he looked against Cormier, and you get Gustafson to look how Gustafson looked against Glover Teixeira in his last fight, man, I can't imagine. Somebody's getting finished in this fight. And if John Jones loses, that will be the biggest thing to happen in 2018. Because you got to think, John Jones losing in 2018 would be like one of the craziest things ever. As crazy as this year has been for mixed martial arts, that wouldn't that would be a huge, 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 huge addition to it, and probably something people won't be talking about in 2019 as well. Because shit lingers in this sport. Anytime anybody's mentioned, it lingers. You know, every time Daniel Cormier is mentioned, oh, the whole John Jones, John Jones beat you, blah, 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 Jones beat you twice. Every time John's meant beat. Every time John's mentioned, oh. He's dirty. This dude was doing steroids. This guy's been on steroids his entire career. This dude's a cheat. This dude sucks. Well, he doesn't suck, obviously. He's one of the best fighters, if not the best light heavyweight on the planet. Only losses are to Matt Hamill and himself. So, really don't know. Gustafson's a tough customer. He's been out. He's been training. He's in, he, Who knows how he looks in training, but I'm pretty damn sure he's looked good. He's been waiting. waiting. The first time is he said that. He was... He can beat John Jones. He knows he can beat John Jones. And ever since then, he, you know, he's been on fire. He's looked good. I mean, obviously the Anthony Johnson loss and stuff and, you know, Daniel Cormier loss was very close to, um, you know, he, he, he was on, you know, you know, he, he had a couple rough patches, but overall, Gustafson's a guy. He's the next guy. If it's not John Jones the champion, it's, it's Gustafson the champion. If it's not Cormier the champion, if Cormier is really going to stay committed to that um, that retirement date next year, then I think maybe a fight with Brock. If, if that if that goes through together, that whole Brock Lesnar, USADA testing disappearing was a huge red flag as well. So who knows what the fuck is going to happen next year. Um, maybe it's Cormier versus Milcic for the final fight. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? It's, 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 it's a really crazy time. So really interested to see what's going to happen. Being the fact that, you know, it's UFC and what next crazy big thing is going to happen. That's what I'm going. That's, that's just what I'm thinking about. It's just, it's just insane. Sorry, I'm texting real quick. I can't believe I almost bailed out on not, not having one more show before the end of the year. I mean, I've just been real busy. That's why and I really hadn't had time. Love you guys. I love everybody on here. Um, quick side note before we continue to all my fight fans, friends, and followers. The G Meeker MMA show goes into 2019 hot. We are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Music, Google Play Music, excuse me, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podbay.fm, Castbox.fm, etc. Also available on Anchor Radio officially if you want to go check that out. 
Um, We're available on all major podcast platforms. Like I said, we're going into the new year hot, being available for everyone to tune in and listen, either for streaming or you can download it for offline use too. Whatever you want. Whatever is most convenient for you. Okay, moving on. We don't even have notes in front of us, honestly. Like, I just hopped on and decided to talk everything John Jones. So, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, Gustafson seems to be fine with it. I think for Gustafson, it's a personal fight for him. Because it was such a close fight. He was inches away from dethroning one of the best light heavyweights of all time at the time. Still is. Um, And... You know, for him, you know, he can beat him on or off. I mean, if John was on the steroids back then, Gustafson had a close fight with him then, then I don't think it's the steroids that's going to give him a huge advantage because John's had massive advantages over everyone else that he's fought. But the one guy he did struggle with was Alexander Gustafson. So it's going to be really interesting to see how these two pair up in 2018. I mean, we're getting, aside from all the drama, aside from all the bullshit, we're getting... A treat. We're getting a treat as fight fans for a really interesting fight in 2018 for the ending of it. The end of the Fox era. Um, UFC is ending on a you know, relatively high note. You know, everything was, uh, you know, there's a lot of fun fights this year. I mean, a lot of new champions. Oh, not new. Let me see. New champ. Yeah, I mean, Valentina Shevchenko finally achieved the UFC fly, women's flyweight title. Uh, Henry Cejudo defeated the long time kingpin Demetrius Johnson, who was unbeatable at the time. Um, you know, he had the whole, speaking of Mighty Mouse, he had the whole MMA trade with Ben Askren. Ben Askren's finally in the UFC going after the entire relative roster. Um, Tiago Santos is looking good at 205 pounds. Um, he's going to be fighting um, Jan Blahovic. So that should be interesting. You know, Jan's really good. Um, Tiago Santos is a monster. He's looked good. Anthony Smith making him jump to 205 pounds, looking good as well. Um, you know, Dominic Reyes, Johnny Walker. Light heavyweight division is slowly, it has it, come together. Corey Anderson, um, Olven St. Prue, obviously. Um, and, you know, Larry Latifi, John, obviously back in the mix for now. Um, a lot of interesting stuff going down to 205 pounds. Uh, a UFC, you know, the UFC's welterweight division, obviously Tyron Woodley reigns supreme, defeating every, um, defeating Darren Till in his last fight by submission. Uh, Woodley continues to reign. Um, 170 is kind of a, you know, it's a log jam right now. You got Colby Covington, you got Kamar Usman, you got Santiago Ponzinibbio. Everybody's uh, warranting for a title shot. Everybody's campaigning for a title shot. There's a log jam up there. The whole Colby Covington interim title thing being stripped. Um, them not being able to get a main event for UFC Anaheim. Um, it's, it was a crazy mess. I mean, we got Robbie Lawler versus Ben, ben Askren. That's a freak show fight. It's a crazy fight. I can't wait for that one. UFC on ESPN card. The first card looks amazing. Um... Chris Cyborg, obviously, versus Amanda Nunes. No one's talking about that because of the whole John Jones situation, but there was a video that surfaced of her falling out of a cart suggesting that she broke an ankle and it would be out of a fight. And I'm pretty sure that hasn't happened. I mean, she did fall out the cart, but I'm sure that everything was fine. It was just looked like a hard fall, to be honest with you. And who knows what the fuck really happened. So if that fight were to fall apart, my fucking 
I would lose my shit and I would just be, I, I don't know. I mean, it, this is the kinds of things that happen when you're a fight fan. You know, we get subject to fights getting pulled off. We, we get subject to people failing drug tests. We get subject to our favorite dude losing, our favorite female losing. And those things kind of happen. These things happen as a fight fan or someone getting a title shot over someone else or something not going the way it's truly supposed to be, like the drug test. You know, there being a lot of conspiracies and, and hidden things and corruption behind it. As fight fans, that's what we're going to get in sport of boxing in here. A lot of shit. A lot of shit's controversial. So we got to learn as fight fans to adapt. And that's why I've slowly but surely kind of adapted over here. And it's like, I'm like... I don't have nothing to say anymore about this whole situation. About anything else, you know, I, I'm learning to accept it. I mean, Brock Lesnar thing, John Jones thing. Okay, let, let's. Let, I'm just here to watch some fights. When I signed on, when I first started to watch fights, I didn't think about drug tests. I didn't think about steroids. I didn't think about people having gaining advantages with TRT. Blah 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 blah. I just signed on to watch some good ass fights. When I was a young kid, sneaking to watch them, watching them on my phone, you know, learning, picking up stuff, learning about over 500 different people, probably worldwide, and um, about their families, about where they come from, what, what motivates them, and you know, it's kind of it was it, it's been a long ass road. So, it, it, it in 2019, I'm not going to say I'm surprised when it comes to anything else. I mean, maybe at the time I'll be a little upset or something crazy. I mean, you can't, and then. I'll, I'll brush it off like that. Like the Khabib thing with Connor, the whole brawl after UFC 229. The craziness that happened in that fight was crazy too. In Vegas. Everything happens in Vegas. Everything in Vegas is crazy. But yeah. It's been a crazy fucking year for sure. And honestly, I'm just getting started. So we're going we're gonna to hit episode 200 and... 2019, so that's something I can be excited about. We're on episode like 167, so 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, and so like probably got like 30 episodes. I'm, I don't know. We're at episode two. We might hit it in mid 2019, maybe close to like the summer, unless I decide to go like full Joe Rogan and just podcast every single fucking day. I got this cool ass beanie yesterday too. Um, so it's a marijuana leaf, but it's red. It's red and black. The whole thing's red and black. I should post a picture on there. And um, speaking of posting pictures on Instagram, I think I'm just going to use the Jimmy MMA show account. I don't know if I should. And it feels weird because I would want to have my own official account, not just an account for the podcast. And I would like to have an account for myself. But I'm just, I have all the followers on there. Right? I have people that are on there. That I know of, and I don't have to go back and follow. I can slowly but surely follow the people I used to follow on my old account and stuff, and get all that stuff back. So it really, it's not too crazy, too big of a deal if it comes down on. But uh, yeah, it should be a yeah, it should be pretty fun. Right? It's no biggie. I mean, I'm on Twitter more than anything or Snapchat. It's 9.35 in the morning for anybody that didn't know. 9.35 a.m. here in California, Pacific time. I know there's people around the like, United States, you know, around the world that listen to podcasts. And, you know, you could be saying something, oh, it's not even that close to being that time here. That could be one of the cases. That could be something. Because you, you, know, you think you're not the only one in the world. And not everybody lives in California. Not everybody lives in the United States. So it's just like, 
the, the world of mixed martial arts is divided into different states, continents, islands. Constantly. It's all good. We got a whole family of mixed martial artists. It's awesome. Okay, moving forward now, like I said, now we're going to be moving into 2019 to close off 2018. Why don't you come, we're coming up with uh, some New Year's resolutions would be something. That's something I haven't done yet. I mean, this whole year has been so fucking weird and so crazy. Great as a podcaster. Crazy in my own life in a good way. Yeah, good and, you know, kind of bad. Good, but more more good than anything, for sure. A lot of new things, a lot of stuff I learned, and there's a lot of things that, you know, I can use. I can use it to bring it to the next year. I can use it as motivation. Heart's a little heavy because I did find out some news earlier that uh, a mentor, I'm not going to say any names, but a certain mentor, you know, a, a teacher's assistant, someone that was really, was really close to a lot of people during my first year of college, just learned that unfortunate news was that she was killed in a car accident. Unfortunately, so I, I hopped on. I, I hopped into the group just randomly. Some uh, the, the the head of the group posted. I don't know. Didn't say what was posted in the group, but I just knowing me, I'm on my phone. I scroll and I went in there and clicked in and read some unfortunate news that that had happened probably less than seventy two hours ago. So. That's a little heart heavy. Lost a couple of uh, people this year too, so it's been unfortunate. But um, you know, try to stay high, stay kind of pumped and motivated for that. I mean, I remember a couple of personal talks we've had um, in a classroom. We were, we were all together in one classroom. We were sharing a lot of deep stories, and I connected to a lot of these people on emotional levels because of hearing what they went through and how they were motivated to become better people later on. She was one of those people that had you know come from a, you know kind of a not too good of a background to make her life an inspiring people while having two very beautiful sons as well. So um, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to anybody affected, anybody, your friends and family. Um, we love you. We care about you. And that's an unfortunate thing. That's an unfortunate way to kind of launch and end 2018. Really on a, in a podcast, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up, but I decided you know, it's, it's something I was thinking about. So, you know, unfor- it's an unfortunate thing. Life can hit you so fast and it's just like blink of an eye. It's like, it's no joke. It's a set that like, it's not that they're not going to talk to you anymore. It's just the fact that they're gone. It's not like, I mean, what I meant by that was like, it's not like, um, you, oh, I'm just not, I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. It's not, it's, it's like they're gone. They're gone. And she was very, 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 very important to that particular program and, and particular people. I did reach out to, you know, one particular person that was very close, one of her best friends, if not her, her best friend world. I did reach out, offer my condolences. Heart was a little heavy, really heavy, actually. And, and you know, it's lightly, you got to spend time loving and caring each and every one of your people and friends, family, etc. Don't waste any time being mad at anybody because you never know what could happen at the end of the day. And as unfortunate as that is to say that because of events that have happened, it, it just, it just sucks. It's, it's not something that anybody wants to have to 
do it. You don't want to have to get a phone call, a text message, or be like me, open a Facebook page and, and find some unfortunate news. No, I don't, I'm still not done paying condolences, and I still will. It's just an unfortunate thing. Unfortunate news turns and events. All right, moving on. Let's let's uh, let's try to end the show on a, a good note. Let's get on to some fight picks. I'm only picking the top two. Jones Gustafson, John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. I, I, I I'm I'm still on the fence about John. What the fuck? Come on, John. Use that. Someone can't be that stupid to fail multiple tests and fuck up multiple times. It's like you're burning your own career away. But you know, like I said, John Jones, I mean, Gustafson, pretty much the same age, pretty much the same height. Gustafson a little taller than John. Um, rangy, both are rangy, both are. John Jones a little bit more flashy. Gustafson a lot more aggressive and technical, and you know, powerful as well. He's definitely gotten better since they first fought. So, I mean, Gustafson pushes the pressure, pushes the pace on John again, and forces John a real fight. He can't give John any space. He's not gonna. He's not gonna let John throw any flashy kicks. He's not going to let John catch you with spinning back kicks to the body or any crazy technique because Gustafson is the only guy that I feel is really in John's face the entire time they fought. I mean, I got to go back and watch a fight again just because just it's fight week and all that and reminisce and relive it. I'm pretty sure the UFC is going to post the, their first fight on YouTube and stuff. Um, and, you know, it was a close fight, you know, up until a spinning back elbow. I think John was on the route to losing that fight. A lot of people thought that John lost that first fight, too. I, I thought John barely squeaked it out with that with that performance, or with that spinning back elbow, and then he hurt Gus and used all those elbows, his knees. Gustafson was in trouble. He was, he was running and retreating, you know, just trying to get the fuck out of there, and John was just, like, all over him. And, you know... Gustafson pieced John up too. He hurt John. He had John. They were both in the hospital after the fight. It was a memorable night. I think he was in Canada as well. It was a great fight. You know, they both hurt each other. It was, it was one of the fights for sure. If you're going to show someone a great fight, show them John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson because that was one of the best fights of all time. One of the fights that I think I like both guys, but um, if if I could see someone beat John, I could see Gustafson being the one that beat John. I, I think Gus is, like I said, he, he's put it all together since he's first fought John. Obviously, he's had some injuries. He's supposed to fight Vulcan. Um, he got stopped by Anthony Johnson. He had a close fight with Cormier. But all those fights are learning experiences. And I think he's improved significantly. I mean, the way he, his footwork, his movement, his his punches, his powerful punches, his wrestling's gotten good. Um, he has a good chin. He's he's tall. He's rangy. He has great he has great kicks. Um, and, you know, it, it, his length, his length is what has people in trouble too, because he has some serious KO power. I mean, look what he did to Jimmy Manuel. You look what he did to. Uh, it was not surreal to your body. It was a Matt Hamill. I mean, look look at the way he beat Shogun. Look at the way he uh, beat down uh, Jan Vahovic. was one of the best performances, but he's still won. My fight to go to is the Glover Teixeira fight, because if you look at that finishing sequence, it was something that you see in a movie. I mean, those three uppercuts, I think it was a left hook or a nasty right hook. I mean, he already previously hurt Glover early on in that fight. It just that fight prolonged so long, because Glover is so tough, and he was able to eventually get one of the nastiest stoppage finishes in his career. 
mean, Gustafson's a real real deal for sure. I mean, he had the fight with Thiago Silva too. Um, you know, obviously the fight he lost with Phil Davis, but you know, we're not talking about those fights. We're talking about 2018, 2019. Gustafson, obviously, is top top tier guy. He's the only guy you know over almost beat Cormier on the scorecards and almost beat John Jones on the scorecards. He's a tough guy. Both fights were very significantly close, and um, both he, he's inch away. He's like Kevin Lee in my head. And in a way, he's inches from being that world championship material. So I think this fight will be very similar to the first one. Probably a lot more fantastic. I think both men. I mean, John, John, we haven't really ever seen him finish somebody like he did against Daniel the way he did. And it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, you haven't ever seen anybody fight and finish Glover the way Alexander Gustafson beat him. So both these guys... This Blast performances. We had never really seen those kinds of performances by maybe Gustafson against Jimmy Manoa, but I mean, arguably, no, the top performance of his career has to be the one against Glover Teixeira. John's last performance against Daniel Cormier has to be, obviously, un, uh, aside from the no contest and stuff, performance wise, they did physically look good. I, I hope all the best happens in this fight. Um, and I hope. Everything happens good after the fight. You know, I know there's going to be a lot of questions after the fight. They're going to do, probably still do an investigation. Um, who knows what will happen? Hopefully wishing for the best, preparing for the worst, like we always do in the world of mixed martial arts. Um, so fight picks going on to it. Um, I'm going to go with Alexander Gustafson. I think he's an underdog in this fight. I think John, obviously, I, I haven't looked at the odds, but this, I'm going to go with the underdog, Alexander Gustafson. And not because I hate John Jones. I don't hate John Jones. I love John Jones. John Jones is one of my favorite. I love John. But technically, looking at it morals-wise, he has fucked up a lot. I mean, underdog, I'm going to go with the year of the underdogs, like I picked with Gaethje, like I picked with, uh, I think it was Rob Font, who just defeated for Sergio Pettis. Um... Anthony Smith, you know, I, I picked a lot of good underdogs this year, and they have won. They have turned it in for me, so I'm going to continue going with that. I'm not undefeated anymore as a, um, a, a as a, you know, when it comes to the streaks and stuff, but I did pick some significantly good upsets and pick some good people, too. So uh, congrats to Rob Fonten that went over Sergio Pettis in his hometown, too, the other day. Edson Barbosa's obliteration over uh, Dan Hooker, since we're going to talk about it real quick. Man, I, I I didn't know. I was waiting for Dan to go down. He just wasn't going down. He just kept kicking him. And when he kept kicking him, he hurt him. Once he was, that first kick, he was in agonizing pain. I was like, oh, it's over. I mean, those leg kicks, I thought eventually we're going to get to Hooker. Obviously, he stayed in the fight and, you know, he eventually just dropped and was on his face down. He's just, he was in agonizing pain. I mean, Edson Barbosa looked fantastic in his last fight. I mean, you think Edson's over the roof or you think he's done or you think he gets these big fights and he crumbles. No, he looked good. He performed good. Um, Ally Quinta performed good. It was a fun fight, close fight. Um, who else won? I'm trying to think. That was like a couple weeks back. There's so much crazy shit going on. Um, Jessica I Jessica I won recently too, so she definitely does make her campaign for the next shot at Valentina. Valentina defeated um Joanna on Jacek too uh, a couple weeks ago. And now she is the UFC women's flyweight champion. Just as deserved as as it could be. I'm happy for her. A lot of stuff's happened this year. 
crowning of some new champions. Um, some some breakout stars, particularly at 205 pounds. Heavyweight, interesting. The return of Cain Velasquez. He returns to fight Francis Ngannou in Arizona next year. Great fight. Ooh. When they first booked that, I was looking at it. I was like, Kane. I mean, I've seen reports Kane is coming back, but against who? And he gets Francis Ngannou. It was a terrifying knockout artist who looked absolutely dangerous. He looked absolutely dominant in his last fight against Curtis Blades. But if you want to talk about wrestling, mm, that is not a good fight for Francis. Because if Kane comes back as healthy as he is, he's going to be in your face. He's going to be trying to beat the fucking out, beat the fuck out of you. If you think he's going to get as much space as Steve A gave Francis in their fight, oh my god, you're crazy. You're you're fucking insane. Kane's not going to give you any space. If you think Francis had post traumatic stress or whatever disorder from his last fight, oh man. This is going to be a nightmare. I think Francis will retire if Cain Velasquez beats him the way that we're all thinking he's going to beat him. A healthy Cain, obviously. Cain stayed healthy. I know as he gets older, he's been out for a while. He hasn't fought since UFC 200 over two years ago. And I'm pretty damn sure he wants to come back. He signs a new four-fight deal. Pretty damn sure it's a good deal. Um, and he's going to be fighting one of the dangerous heavyweights. At, at He's coming off of a, under, uh, a knockout in under a minute, who's been touted as one. Francis Ngannou has been touted as one of the top prospects since Kane has been out. Since Kane's been out, we have had Francis fighting for the world title. He has Stipe becoming the champion. Fabrizio Verdum getting stopped by Alexander Volk, uh, uh, Volkov. Um, you Verdum know, being the last guy to beat Kane. Um, it seems like Kane's just been out for so long. It's like the heavyweight division has moved on somewhat. But when you get the return of Kane Velasquez, everybody's in fucking trouble. And Kane's going to be in your face. And Kane is one of those guys that his injuries has gotten the best of him and still is one of those guys that has many years of his prime left. I feel like it. Definitely could be the reigning champion. Again, he beats Francis Ngannou. Um, whatever happens with Daniel, once Daniel retires, he does his last fight, um, that, that belt will be Kane Velasquez is for sure. So I'm really excited for the return of Kane. Definitely. Um, uh, let's go like a month or so back, back to the Wilder versus Fury fight. Cause we're going to recap a few things before we get out. That knockdown in the 12th round was fucking insane. The fact that he was able to get up, say what you want about the, the seconds that they were counting on the floor, but just the fact that he was able to get up, just the fact that Tyson Fury was able to go through all the stuff he went through when he wasn't fighting, you know, the Ferrari thing, him, him, him wanting to kill himself, depression, mental health, you know, he really brought it to light and, um, it's a very important thing. You know, he's definitely a huge inspiration. Seems to be in the spirits. You know, a lot of people agree that he did win the fight. I have to go back and watch the full fight. But that's what everyone's pointing towards. And, you know, they, they all looked good. It was a great fight. Deontay Wilder is destructive and crazy as it is. Is earned a fan of me, too. He was on Joe Rogan's show. Definitely, boxing is definitely getting interesting. It keeps getting interesting. I'm just going to pay it's like one. It's like I just pay attention to the main ones. Like Tyson Fury... Anthony Joshua, Floyd Mayweather, obviously. Versus, <laughs> I can't believe it's still that's going to happen still too. And um, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder. A lot of interesting stuff going down. 
But and uh, also personally, the launch of the new Avengers trailer that's coming out in April of next year. I'm excited for that. You know, it didn't really give us too much information, but I do like to go to YouTube to watch the um, fan breakdowns and, you know, like the 10 things you may have missed, for example, like things like that, the little links, the little clickbait links that people click on and stuff. I'm definitely curious to see what's going to happen. A lot of interesting things, a lot of personal ideas, so I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. But um, Christmas tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're planning, but I'm just going to go with the flow and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it just how we've done everything else. Um, did I get myself any Christmas gifts? No, I mean, like I said, I got the beanie, uh, that brand new jacket I got, some other things. But yeah, it was it's pretty cool. I mean, New Year's probably going to get fucked up. Um, definitely have some fun there. Um, have some fun on Christmas too, if I can. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything. But um, like I said, we had a great year, great huge year. It's been awesome. Been through the ups and the downs in life on the show. Not not really on the show, just finding a home to host it. So Anchor, with Anchor Radio, I was able to do that. You know, finding a way to not risk losing all the audio like I did previously in other episodes. And, you know, having the audio on my device, being able to upload the audio to Anchor as well. So And Anchor having the op- option to have sponsorships now. I have to look into that a little bit more. I have to do like a mock episode or something you know, see, you have to connect your bank account card, and every time you, you, uh, it's a sponsorship. Once you, once you break it all down on your show, you know, you, you get credit for it. You get, you get money wired to your account. It's how every sponsorship works. That's why Joe has a bunch. That's why Ariel has them. That's why John Anik has them. Everybody has them. So we're going to be looking into that and stuff and some other things too. So it's a great year. A lot of development, a lot of communication improvements, you know, really transitioning from certain topics to other things a lot of personal growth so really excited for it really excited for next year like i said this is the last time i'm gonna be saying this to you guys unless some crazy fucking world war three happens in the mma world and we have to come back for new year's or something don't tempt me because i will but overall i think this is the last episode of 2018 you know where to find me at g meeker underscore mma on twitter Wait, wait, G Meeker underscore MMA on Instagram. I think it's G, uh, uh, the new, I changed my Twitter handle recently. So it's G, Gabriel C underscore Meeker. I think it's, yeah, it's Gabriel C underscore Meeker. So follow me on Twitter at Gabriel C underscore Meeker. Um, follow the G Meeker MMA show on Instagram at G Meeker MMA show. Um, Facebook.com slash Gaby Baby. One, two, three. Um, like I said, Jimmy Game Show on Twitter as well. If you want to follow, give the follow, show your support. One last time, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podbay, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, etc. And you guys will find those links into t- uh, riding into 2019 as well. We're coming in hot, motherfuckers. I can't wait. This is the final time. Of this year. We'll be back first week of the new year, ladies and gentlemen. G Meeker MMA out, baby. Have a great holidays. Have great holidays, excuse me. Have a great Christmas. Great Christmas Eve. Rest good rest of your Christmas Eve. Um, love each other, hold each other, kiss each other, respect each other, and, and cherish the moments. Have a great Christmas and a happy New Year's motherfuckers. G Meeker MMA out, baby.